You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the kickoff of the Valley podcast. Uh, This is the post-game show wrapping up a 31-21 loss from State Farm Stadium. The Seahawks, 6-3, and three, leading the NFC West, beat the Arizona Cardinals, who now fall to 3-6. and six. Um, To my right is Mr. Britton Golden, coming back for a third time. This is your hat trick. I love it. Speaking of hats, rocking the H-Town from, from, the, from Houston, right? You got to represent for those Astros. Uh, well, I'm from West Texas, but I, oh, lived West in Texas. Houston. I lived in Houston for five years. So, Fair enough. They're your team. You know, we there don't rock go. with them. We don't rock yeah. with them. I'm with it. I'm with it. So, uh, well, at least someone can celebrate some success as we're now going to go into <laughs> this loss uh, at home. You know, the Cardinals break the home streak of, of losses with that win against the Saints a few weeks ago. And now they start a new one uh, after yeah. losing to the Seahawks today. And it's funny, you watch that that first drive and they hold them to three points, which typically the defense the last few weeks, at least, at least the last two weeks, I know, I know that for a fact, we've given up a touchdown and the defense usually makes some adjustments. They get their stuff together and they can kind of right the ship a little bit and, and not, you know, let things get out of control. Today, they don't give up a touchdown, but they do give up three. And uh, ultimately, they give now the ball to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals do something that they haven't done. What was the stat that we got? Was it 14 games? 14 games, I think. Oh, yeah. They hadn't done it in 14 games, but they finally do it today. Um, they score a touchdown on their first opening scoring drive. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the, the offense looked good on that drive, too. I mean, all things considered. I was thinking, hey, this is it. This is the game where we're going to play start to finish and look really good. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins caps that scoring drive with a 22-yard uh, score. You know, it's a little dump off to hop, and he does the rest. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it was. I mean, every every Cardinals fan that was watching on TV at the game, it was something that they've been waiting for for obviously for 14 games is to start a game fast, but. Like you said with the defense, right? It's kind of that bend but don't break mentality, right? You give up a few mm-hmm. big plays, you get down into the red zone, but you ultimately find a way to stop them and hold them to three, which, you know, really when you think about it, that's a win. Anytime you can stop somebody in the red zone, whether you get three points out of it or no points out of it, you prefer no points, but if you can hold it to three, I'll take three over seven any day of the week. So, of course. I mean, they, they, that opening drive, like we said, they, they bend a little bit, but, you know, ultimately they stopped them and then got the ball in the offense's hands and they they produced, which was, you know, it looked good. Like you said, everybody in those seats out there was just super excited thinking we've we finally figured it out. And it looked good on the first drive. It did. Um, I'm trying to actually pull it up right now, but ESPN wants to be crazy here. Um the the Cardinals, you know, one thing they didn't do today, as I, I don't want to get too far on this, but they didn't waste any timeouts, not in the first half, not in the second half, for dumb 
just you know the play clock expiring right yeah. like that was something the they've, they've been yeah. yeah they've been really bad at actually spent so get this i tweeted this out over the weekend so friday night i spent two hours watching 2021 and 2022 arizona cardinals football now i did not watch all the games what i did was i went to specifically i pulled up espn i pulled up each game and i found the timeouts and i went and watched every offensive drive where they had a timeout and i clocked all of them and anything within like three seconds or less and just kind of watching what was going on like okay is that they saw something in the defense so they called the timeout or is this literally they lost track of the play clock and they're burning a timeout because they're about to get a delay a game i do this and in 11 games last year in 2021 they burned 17 uh, uh timeouts in 11 games out of a total of 18 on the season. So the nice part was things did get better after week they 11. Better. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they stopped doing that. They cleaned it up. I mean, it took 11 games, but they burned 17 of them. So then this year, Britt, you look at this year and hopefully this is the point in the season where they've cleaned it up week nine. Yeah. They didn't have any today, but they've already burned 15 like that this year. So they were already good on eight, in weeks. eight games, eight weeks. Yeah. Cause we're not counting today. Today they had zero. No. <laughs> so That's a tough one though i mean and it's you you want to give a... them you want to give them the benefit of the doubt right when you say like did they see something but nine times out of ten if you've got a coach running down the sideline yelling timeout and there's less than yeah five seconds on the play clock that's just bad clock management brother i'm telling you like there was a couple that i didn't count because those were kind of judgment calls yeah the but 15 that still. I'm counting are dead, like, for fact. It was play clock was dying, and they had to call them. So it, it was nice to see that things like that were corrected. Now, things that weren't corrected today, uh, I sent the stat to you guys. Yeah, the pre-snap penalties, eight. They had eight pre-snap penalties. There was that two on that one drive where um, the center, yeah. Billy, uh, what is it, Billy Price? I only know Rodney Hudson, who's retired on duty right now. Uh, yeah, Billy Price. Billy Price, like everyone on the line moved. The whole offense moved but him. And uh, he did it two plays back to back. And the whole team was like, what is going on? Like, why are we snapping the ball? Just, and those are the killers. But those are what kill you. Think about it. Eight of those. So, I mean, that's 40 yards alone in penalties. Yeah, so Just between pre-snap. So between the pre-snaps and then another thing I tweeted out was the token cliff screens every time you have momentum. It's like anytime you have a really good play and you break off, rip off, let's say eight or nine yards. And it's like, oh, you're second and one. What does Cliff do? He throws a screen and we lose five yards. That's <laughs> one of those like, predictable things that he's got, yeah. though. You know, he does it all the time. And it's one Ugh. of those things like that stuff. You can get away with it when you're the head coach at Texas Tech. But when you're playing in the National Football League, there's literally people in the building. Like, their job is to pick up on your tendencies. And it's something that you should know at this level because you've got those same people in your building. So, and you know who they are because they talk every week about tendencies. Everybody has it. And to continue with the same tendency, like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're a Tennessee Titan type, you know the tendency. I'm handing the ball to Derrick Henry. That's mm-hmm. one of those where you can't – it's really hard to stop. You know, it's just one of those that either you want it or you don't. But when you're – you know, we got a big play, we're going to throw a screen. 
right? And they know that a screen comes on first down right after a big play. The defensive line's not rushing. We're not going to run upfield. We're just going to two-gap and wait for that screen to develop, and now it's a five-yard loss. It just it's it's mind boggling. So after let's let's kind of go backwards. So after they score, it was a nine play, 83 yard, four minute, and 33 second drive where Hop scored that touchdown, the, the opening offensive drive. So then you the defense again, like we said, do they reestablish? Do they bend but not break? Do they do they make adjustments? The next drive for the Seahawks, three plays for three yards. A minute and 25 seconds. I will say, I went up at this point to the uh, concourse to go get a drink because I brought my 13-year-old to the game. And when I say drink, it's Coke Zero. I'm, I wasn't trying to, you know, have indulge in some beverages because I knew for the podcast. You know what I mean? I had the podcast. Oh, yeah. We can't get, oh, yeah. can't, can't get a little slushy day. I did invite you to the game, though. And th- here's the thing. I invited you to the game. And if you would have came then maybe my beverage choice would have been a little bit different. But uh, about the 13-year-old, and, I, and I, I ask him to go get me a Coke Zero, he refuses the disrespect that you oh. get from a 13-year-old in, in today's world. So I go up to the concourse to get myself a Coke Zero, and by the time I'm coming down the stairs, I see the Cardinals are about to start their drive, and I'm like, what just happened? And it was three, three and out, three plays for three yards, a minute 25. Cardinals D does their thing. And and Vance Joseph, if he is not coaching himself with this uh, team to a head coaching job or at least many, many interviews this offseason, I, I don't know like, what I mean, people would be thinking. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because the really, when you look at all the wins that the Cardinals have on the season, it's because the defense made some wild play for it to happen, right? When you look at the Raiders game, right? You had, you know, you the Isaiah Simmons gets that big turnover at the end of the game. We score. Byron Murphy scores a touchdown. You go back to the even the New Orleans game. The New Orleans game, we had two pick sixes back-to-back. Like, the defense has legitimately won the three games that the Cardinals have won. It's not on the offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, we had offense in the New Orleans game. Like, Kyler Murray was good. It was great to have D-Hop back and get him involved, getting him the ball. And the Cardinals' offense looked – I mean, it didn't look bad, but, you know, when you have a defense that's putting points on the board. I, I saw the stat today. I think it was like the they have five defensive touchdowns as a team. They think they lead the NFL in that. Like, if your offense isn't working and your defense is playing, it's nice. But when your defense is on the field, that's where some of these long drives that they – especially in the second half that happened, that's where it happens because they're boys well, tired. And it's ugly. So let's call it out. So so now the defense hold them to three and out. You're hoping the offense, after that great first drive, are going to build upon that. And they don't. They go three and out. They go three plays, negative six yards, a minute and 45. So you just held Seattle to a minute and 25 second drive to just put your defense back on a minute, you know, under two minutes later. At that point, Seattle does go uh, 12 plays for 79 yards for six minutes, a nice long drive uh, to score a touchdown. And that was the one where Byron Murphy, the play right before he uh, should have had the interception, that the should have, would have, could have today a few times. I, I mean, Byron had the one where it should have been a pick, and instead he doesn't get it. Now, I, I did see that. I believe that was the Tyler Lockett touchdown, if I remember right. Um, uh, oh, no, that was the DK Metcalf touchdown. So that wasn't the one. Uh, later on, we'll talk about that. But so, okay, so the Cardinals – on. Let me go in order here. Touchdown, three plays. Give up a touchdown. Next drive, five plays. 
So already two quick drives back to back, no momentum. Then uh, defense again holds only four plays. So your defense again, anytime they give up points, they they kind of buckle down. They do what they're supposed to do. The next two Seattle drives, actually, let's talk about the next three drives to end the half. Four plays, four plays, three plays. That that is your defense just doing what you want. Now let's talk about the Cardinals. Three plays, five plays, three plays. And then they have that 11 play drive to end the half where uh, Kyler Murray has that run and he's like willing that offense. And on that drive, it was one where it was like, okay, the offense at least looks they somewhat look back re- like the first drive. Like, yeah, the ball. That, like, okay, we got it together a little bit. We're moving. Um, and uh, that's when Kyler Murray, you know, holds the ball out. I don't think he saw the defender behind him clearly, and he pokes it out, and and then that's the fumble, and you give up that. You were getting at least three points there, you would think, and oh, so it's just points before the half, knowing you get the ball mm-hmm. in the second half. That's just yeah. one of those where you could have tied you right there, right? Dip. You you can double dip, like even if they, you know, if you get in with even just a field goal, right? That's three points added, and now even even if you do start the second half strong you just scored twice in two possessions without the seahawks touching the football now in the first half there was a moment where uh fox panned over it was a fox or cbs i'm assuming it was fox oh it's fox it's nfc so fox pans over and um they're they're showing on the sideline kyler and uh hopkins kind of getting into it a little bit a little back and forth and, and so it's funny because the reaction online was a little different, right? You had some people that were like, oh, this, the world's ending. You know, I don't like, I don't like the back and forth when it's Kyler and Cliff. I think that is not healthy for, for yeah. how bad this offense has been. But when it's Kyler and Hop, and, and I'll turn to you as being a wide receiver to talk about your communications with quarterbacks and things like that over the years. But when you see them two, it's like, what do you want? I don't want Kyler sitting on the bench by himself, sulking and pouting like we've seen in the past. I'd rather see this where at least he's talking to the guys that he should be getting involved. And I'm sure hop right there is like, yo dude, we need to throw it to me. I'm always open. I can get open. What's your opinion, Brett? I mean, that's it. I mean, the, the woe is me like into the world people. Like that's just somebody that's never been a part of the game. Doesn't know nothing about the game. Like, these quarterbacks, like, if you're not in the right spot, right, if, if you're complaining about not getting the ball, like, they don't want to hear that. Like, that's not what something they want to hear. They're trying to navigate, you know, through the game itself. So, so wait, I mean, do, you, do, you have, do you have Kyler's back in this or do you have Hop's back in this? Because I feel like you'd be a Hop guy right here. I, I, I mean, <laughs> either way, right, as a receiver, I didn't like getting cut that after the fact. You know, if I ran, if I did something and it was bad, right, and it cost us a possession, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, like, you, it's going to happen. Like, that's one of those things that happens with everybody, from Tom Brady to, you know, to Kyler Murray, anybody. Every team in the NFL, this happens every single game. It's just not caught on camera every game, right? It's just this is going to be caught on camera because we've already seen it between him and Cliff, and we've seen mm-hmm. it multiple times. Oh, you know, Fox. Fox, yeah, and then they, sure and, they catch him. Yeah, and then HBO Hard Knocks. How about oh, that? Yeah, Hard knocks. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. You got cameras everywhere right now. It's <laughs> kind of like our 2015 season when we did all or nothing. Yeah. There were cameras. Like you weren't going to get away from it. Like, luckily, it was me, right? I wasn't famous. So, so I was good. I could stay under the radar for most of it. Yeah. You were Larry Fitzgerald where he had a no, camera like no, living no, in his no, house no, at all no, times. No, yeah. Henry or John Brown or Mike. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. You know, I can stay in the radar. But 
these two, I mean, you have Kyler Murray, you have D-Hop. These are two of the most prolific and elite players in the league. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Athletic-wise, and D-Hop's, you know, his his whole thing speaks for itself. D-Hop is D-Hop. So when they see two of those arguing, they're going to make sure and knowing that it's been a past issue with Kyler, they're going to know. we got to get this on camera. We need something to talk about on ESPN tomorrow. You know, and there's there's got to be something and Twitter, whatever – Everything is social now. Every platform you could possibly imagine, they just need a topic. So I don't think it's it, the like you said, the people that end the world. It's not in the world. Trust me. I mean, I got I got yelled at by Carson. I've been yelled at by Drew Stanton. I mean, it's not it's nothing personal. It's well, what, what would you which would you rather see? Your quarterback sitting by himself, not looking at a tablet, or the quarterback talking to the players? <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't yeah. go out. <laughs> Don't go pout about nothing. Come because if I was wrong, let me know. Yep. I mean, that's just one of those things. Like I know I was wrong inside. Don't give me. If I don't, there's a problem. If if I don't know I had a problem, but and there probably wasn't even a problem in the situation. You know, it could have just been hot saying, "Hey, I'm me. Give me the ball. When mm-hmm. you're in trouble, look for ten. And I promise you, if I was D Hop and had his resume, I'd be saying the same damn thing every time. Give me the ball. If it looks like a problem and you don't know where to go with it, put it up. <laughs>